Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for December 13, 2015. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon this morning is entitled, From a Distance, Absolutely Not. early 1990s, and let's face it, who didn't love Bette Midler? It's 2015, let's be honest, who still doesn't love her? Her voice, it just fills up a room, and her smile, oh my. And one of her best knowns, the Grammy Song of the Year in 1991, from a distance, is still a favorite among many, except for one thing, the whole premise of the song. God is watching us from a distance. Good melody, heart-wrenching, singable, but terribly, terribly poor theology. There ought to be a rule. No song can get Grammy Song of the Year if it has horrible theology. We are making our way through Advent, moving toward Christmas with the phrase from our Christmas music, which the choir and strings will present next Sunday morning. The Christmas music is Vivaldi's Gloria, Gloria in excelsis Deo. The first week, we're taking it word by one, word by week. The first week of Advent, we learn to respond with, well, glory be. I've used it twice this morning, and it worked both times. Last Sunday, the second week of Advent, just the little word in, and, and Russ talked to us about how God is in the very details of our life. Well, glory be, God is in the details. This week, we land on excelsis. Glory to God in the highest heaven. In her book, Grounded, Diana Butler Bass discovers God in the most mundane, the most everydayness of life, dirt to water, to sky. She finds the sacred in the essentials. And in her chapter entitled Sky, she says, religion itself most likely began when some ancient ancestor looked up to the sky, perhaps a glorious sunset or a jeweled night, gasped in wonder and raised her hands in worship and uttered a word that came to mean God. She says that's probably how religion started. She says that sky gods and goddesses are regular features in almost all world religions from the earliest ones until now. A heavenly father or a queen of heaven has occupied the heights of human spiritual imagination for eons. We are so prone to look up 
to find God. As if God is in the great out there, the beyond, distant and removed. Glory to God in the highest. And yet all the way back to the prophet Isaiah, we hear words that remind us that God is in the desert and in the wilderness and in the everydayness of our lives among us. And then from the Magnificat that I always love to hear a teenage girl read. We hear Mary's most famous words of praise. She was, you know, the lowest of the low. A woman, and not a kept woman at that. A young girl, no power, no wealth, just a mundane, ordinary, regular old girl. I've listened to Bette Midler croon her tune several times this week. I've read the lyrics over and over. What kind of God is this? From a distance, the world looks blue and green and the snow-capped mountains white. From a distance, there is harmony and it echoes through the land. From a distance, we all have enough and no one is in need. And there are no guns, no bombs, no disease, no hungry mouths to feed. She is so on point. When we're not right up close and, per and personal, from a distance, it looks like everything is fine. She goes on to sing. From a distance, we are instruments marching in a common band playing songs of hope, songs of peace. And God is watching. God is watching us. God is watching us. From a distance. No, bet. How can that be song of the year? It's so bad. It's so off the mark. It is so not God. But before I completely throw her under the bus, because who doesn't love her? Maybe she and her songwriter got it from the ancient classical songs like Vivaldi's Gloria. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Glory to God in the highest. That's just the 1990s version of Vivaldi's Gloria from a distance. Yet my understanding and my own experience mimics Isaiah and Mary. God is not somewhere out there. God is right here, among, within, all around, up close, personal, intimate. Or as Mary put it, the Mighty One has done great things for me. Brought down the powerful, lifted up the lowly, filled the hungry with good things. This is not some distant, irrelevant, outside force that swoops in here and there. This is God right here, right now, in our very midst, every bit as much as God was in Mary's midst and in the midst of a babe whom we have known as one wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Russ and I were assisting in a service of light through hospice to honor and remember those who have died recently. 
This sermon already had its title, and I knew where I was headed week before last in that service. A small crowd had gathered in this room, and the service was to begin. Here we sat at this time of year that's supposed to be pure joy. We lit the candle to remind us. The lights, the tinsel, the carols, the gifts, the laughter, the parties, the food, the merriment. But anyone who knows grief up close and personal knows that this time of year is the hardest time. So we gathered. And the pianist began her prelude, which is a time in any service that helps to set the tone and prepare, prepare us for the kind of worship that is to come. And her prelude was lovely until I heard the melody begin to form from within the more elaborate arrangement. From a distance, the world looks blue and green, and the snow pad flat and dry. No, 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 not here, not in this moment where we need God so desperately to just make it through to the next day without our loved one. I could not believe we were starting a service for those who grieve with God watching us from a distance. Or as Vivaldi put it, in the highest. Later in the service, once my candle was lit and I stood, as we all took turns doing, I stood and called out my daddy's name and remembered him to these strangers in the words of my then nine-year-old son who said upon hearing of the news of his grandfather's death, but Pop was the main excitement. Yes, he was. And God did not comfort me in his death ten years ago from a distance. And God was not comforting me in that service week before last from a distance. God was not watching me from a distance. God was as up close to me as the flame that flickered in my hands. Once all of our candles were lit, the hospice chaplain asked us to get a happy memory in our minds of our loved one for whom we grieved. Instantly, my mind went to the water, to the lake where my dad would get in the water, even probably until in his late 60s, into his 70s, he would get into the water by cutting a backflip off the dock. And then he had his little routine of floating like the shortest man in the world where he would scrunch his legs up and all you could see was his head and his feet and he'd say he was the shortest man in the world. And then he would end his routine with everyone's all-time favorite. He would plunge his head into the water with only his rear end sticking up and call it the moon over the Hudson. 
And as I lifted my candle high, there was joy. Even with the tears that rolled down my face, there was joy. Smiles came easily. It was joy in the midst of pain. And only a God who is right here among us, as close as that wreath of Advent, hope, peace, joy, and next week, love. Only a God who is that close can help me with the laughter and the tears. Russ went on that night to offer words of comfort. And he told the story of the chair that he uses at his desk at our home. It belonged to his grandmother, who was a mill worker by day and a seamstress and cook by every other time. She made clothes and curtains and chicken stew and everything in between. Granny Phillips was just a plain old woman from the little mill town of Joanna. Nothing special, no formal education, not much money. Just an industrious woman making her way with her husband and her children through a Great Depression. But she could cook and she could sew. When we first got that old chair, the wheels were filled with thread. All colors of thread wrapped and tangled in the mechanism of the wheels from hundreds of sewing projects over the years. I know that some of the white threads that are wrapped around those wheels are from the wedding dress that she made for me. There's nothing special about that chair. It's not a priceless antique, and yet it is priceless with every creak that it makes. But there came a point where Russ had to replace the old casters. He couldn't bear to throw them away, so they sit in a box under his desk with all the threads of Granny's life wrapped around those wheels. From baby clothes to tablecloths to pageant dresses, the very threads that wove together the tapestry of a life very well lived. There's a closeness to Granny when you sit in that chair, and each thread is a reminder of how she is still interwoven in our lives. He just can't throw them away. Christmas is a reminder that God is just like those threads all tangled in those wheels. God is tangled up in our lives, moving this way and that, wrapped all around the tangled messes that we make, working out a grand, a grand tapestry of joy and sorrow that is life. Back to Diana Butler Bass's book, Grounded. She continues in her chapter entitled Sky by reminding us that Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And we often read in the Bible that the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God has come near. And so Butler Bass contends that to speak of heaven, therefore, is another way to speak of earth. The highest is the lowly. 
Mary, and all the people in between. She says, there is another location where earth and sky touch. It is the horizon. The horizon is strange, she says. It's a line where heaven and ground touch, but it moves when you approach it. To speak of God and sky is to speak of intimacy, but it also hints at a different sort of distance as well. Not like God sitting far above the world, but perhaps more like God at the horizon. Just beyond what we can see, there is always more. Diana Butler Bass says, When I think of the far-off qualities of God, I no longer think up. I think, she says, of the horizon. So bet, it's a good song, poor theology. God is as close as moons over Hudson's, as candles of joy, as threads tangled in the wheels of our life. That is the highest heaven. May it be so. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you. This has been a production of Park Road Baptist Church.